This is the Marriage, Kids, and Money podcast with Andy Hill, session number 28. This show is dedicated to helping you strengthen your family tree and live financially free. Thanks for being here today, everybody. It is the first Monday of the month, my friends. That means we're throwing down another MKM challenge. That's right for you personal challenge type of folks out there uh, like me. This could be a lot of fun. And if you stick to it, it can be quite rewarding. For our new listeners, each Monday for the past few months, I've developed a challenge for myself and the listeners of this show around the topics of marriage, kids, and money. In March, I challenged myself to drop our family grocery bill by one-third to get more out of life. Our family went from $900 average per month, which was kind of bonkers, to $628 in March. So we had a big drop there of about, what is that math-wise, $272. Oh, I just did that. Wow, that was good. Anyway, a big win for our family. Uh, I received some great comments from people who joined the challenge with me and are now finding big savings as well. Dana said, inspired by this post and all of your suggestions, I went to Aldi last Saturday and shopped for my family of four. I spent $117 and made it through the whole week. My goal for $600 for the month instead of $900 is going to be a reality. I checked in with her a few weeks in, and she said that they were still on track for that $600 a month. So more savings and more fun for Dana's family. If you want to check out that challenge and some helpful tips to reduce your grocery bill, go to marriagekidsandmoney.com slash session 20. That's the one we did in March. Last month in session 24, I challenged myself to develop a chore and reward system for my five-year-old daughter, Zoe. The goal was to help my daughter correlate hard work with reward. This way, she knows if she really wants something in life, she has the power to make it happen herself. The other side benefit of Zoe doing all of her chores is that my wife and I get some help around the house. It's awesome! And as Zoe gets older, the chores are going to get more helpful and she'll become a, you know, more kind and helpful and uh, just a sincere little lady. So we're, we're very excited for that. So how did our, how did our month go? Um, let's review in a couple steps here. Let's review the chore side of things first, and then we'll discuss the reward side. So like anything with a five-year-old, it was not completely cut completely cut and dry. <laughs> there were weeks when Zoe was enchanted. She would vacuum the kitchen with a smile on her face, which would bring a gigantic smile to mine. She even took the dinner dishes from the table to the sink without us even asking some of the time. It was it was really incredible. And then there were times that she absolutely couldn't do anything because her arms hurt. Or she was too tired. <laughs> hey, it's it's not a military camp here. This girl's only five years old. So we're very, very proud of how this went for the first month of us setting up this chore process. I would give my five-year-old little girl an A-plus for sure. I am so proud of her and all the hard work she did to help out our family this month. 
I definitely learned a lot going through this process. And here are some of the highlights of the things that I learned on the chore side of things. Number one, do these things together. At my at my girl's age of five, she was the best at her chores when mom and dad were doing them with her. If she was emptying the silverware, then I tried to be there at the, you know, right next to her washing the dishes. If she was vacuuming the kitchen, then I was again right there with her sweeping the kitchen. Uh, that way, you know, it made things easier for her and also I was there for her. It, it's fun to do things with mom and dad when you're when you're together. Uh, when we did the laundry, uh, she would fold the socks and put away her clothes while mom would, you know, fold her laundry and put away the things. So again, participation, being together, really at the end of the day, I think our kids just want to spend time with us. And if this is a fun way we can do it together and get things done in the house and teach them how to be a, you know, a hardworking person, then kudos and, and victory for all. <laughs> so number two, uh, I, I call this one, pick your battles. <laughs> Sometimes my girl is in a bad mood or she's tired, her arms hurt, like I said, and she does not have the spunk to get her chores done. I can definitely relate. There are times in the day when I get home from work and I'm, you know, I'm exhausted and there are other times that I'm more productive. Um, so, So given this, I chose to pick my battles. If she seemed really moody or tired, I wouldn't force the chores on her. She's still a little girl. She's very young. And I want her to find the fun and helping out the family by doing these chores. So I didn't uh, didn't apply the pressure when, you know, when it didn't seem right. So number three, give her love and praise. When Zoe completed her chores, I would examine her work. You know, if the floor was clean or if the silver was put away correctly. Not to be not to be a perfectionist but mostly to let her know that I'm paying attention to her work and I appreciate all the hard stuff she's done. So afterward, after I check it with my, you know, magnifying glass, uh, (laughs) I would make a big animated deal about it. You know, way to go, Zoe. I'm so proud of you. Thank you for helping out the family. I love you. And I'd give her a big hug and tell her that, you know, she's my girl. Uh, You know, I think... She enjoys doing her chores, obviously, for the monetary reward, which we'll talk about in a second. But I think she appreciates the love and the attention and this, you know, overwhelming praise that she gets, you know, more than the more than the cash. So those were the three things that uh, I learned quite a bit. You know, do the things together. It, you know, it, it yields the best results. Pick your battles, <laughs> it's a, especially if you got a young little little one, and then give her love and praise because that's really what she wants. So let's jump into the reward side. And, um, you know, this was this was a lot of fun because she really got into this. We ended up giving Zoe a dollar per chore. Um, so I reviewed this in the last show, but we ended, we ended up going with three chores. Laundry folding, which, um, you know, she'd partner with us on and, you know, fold some socks or bring the laundry over to her bedroom and put it in the drawers that are easily reachable for her. Uh, The second one was vacuuming the kitchen. So we have this tiny vacuum that's very (laughs) child-friendly that uh, will allow her to buzz around the kitchen and get up uh, and clean up all the food that sits under the kitchen table and under the kitchen counter. It's mostly the crumbs that fall out of her mouth. So she's actually cleaning up her own own mess. (laughs) But anyway, it's... um, another chore that we did. And then the third one was putting away the silverware. So, 
when the dishwasher was done with his cycle, I'd set her up on a chair and uh, it would be perfect height for her to put away the silverware very easily. And all these chores, you know, maybe take 10 minutes uh, max. Um, and again, do them, do them together. And that really yielded the best results. So anyway, she got really into this. We ended up giving her a dollar per each of those chores. After her chores were complete, we would <clears throat> give her that dollar right away. So she would correlate, you know, the work she just did with the money she earned. So we would march right upstairs to her room and we'd put it in one of three of her jars, spend, save, and give. I have a video of Zoe explaining the concept of the jars on the link marriagekidsandmoney.com slash session 28. This is where I'll have all of the information for the show. But here is the audio I just had to include it because she's so freaking cute. <laughs> uh, I know I'm biased. I'm her father. Anyway, here it is. So this is save and spend and give. What is save? Save means that you want to say something late. Uh-huh. What about spend? Spend means you want to buy something right away. <laughs> what about give? <laughs> give means you want to give someone money. I, I love that girl. Uh, so we put a dollar in each of these jars that Zoe just explained uh, when her chores were complete. After the dollars went into the jars, we'd mark off a completed chore on her chore chart in her room. We just used a whiteboard with a marker. Uh, side note, uh, if you have a younger sibling that is in the two to three year old range uh, you might want to increase the uh, the the height of this chart because anyway my son would just rub off rub off all the hard work that Zoe would do on this chart every uh, every week and that really made her made her upset anyway uh the chore chart so um Zoe's gonna explain again on another little audio clip here what the chore chart is and how it works what is this a chore What are you going to do with it? Do all these chores to earn a smile face, smile face, smile face. So you get a smile face and on those. And good job, and good job, and good job. And then Mama, give me a dollar. Awesome. So if you do all three of those chores, how much money do you get? Three. Nice. What are you going to do with all that money? I'm going to spend for an iPad. An iPad? Sweet! Three dollars. Let's see. That's a lot of three dollars to get an iPad. I love you. Uh, yes. I, I believe she will also have a her own her own podcast someday. <laughs> anyway, after a couple weeks of saving up her money and a very nice Easter money gift from her grandma's, Zoe had enough saved up to buy some things. She was very excited about she bought a moana costume with her savings you know the disney movie that's all the craze right now she's absolutely nuts for it and i'm going nuts with all those moana songs in my brain anyway we also went to the dollar store a week ago with some of her savings i was extremely impressed with her ability to be very selective at the store i thought she'd just go in and 
you know, kind of want everything, but uh, maybe this personal finance stuff is rubbing off already. <laughs> she didn't really want to buy anything at first, but eventually she bought some grocery gang toys. I don't know if you guys have heard of these things. They're just little tiny toys with disgusting faces on them. Anyway, uh, it's not my money. It's her money. Whatever whatever makes her happy. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, she, she bought those. She went up to the clerk and paid for it with her own money. It was a really cool moment, you know, and um, very proud of my little girl. All in all, I'm going to chalk this month's challenge up as a success. My, uh, my little Zoe has learned some valuable lessons on hard work, and she's able to buy some fun things that make her happy and make her smile. One area that I want to improve on with her, I guess with myself too, is her gift jar. We didn't really discuss that very much. We could use this jar to give presents to family and friends or to charities that that Zoe feels passionate about. I just need to do some research with her and finding what those charities are and having her understand that. And there's just going to be a little bit of balance too with me trying to explain to her you know, on online giving, because I don't think kids really understand that if I put it into a computer and it just automatically goes there and that's me giving, um, you know, there's, there's gotta be some, there's gotta be some, you know, physical, tangible way to share the money. For example, Zoe, uh, Calvin and Nicole and I went to church today and Zoe brought along her adorable kitty purse and she put some of her give money in there and she, brought it to give to the church. So she's getting it. Anyway, this is an area I'm going to work on with her in the coming months, uh, both for her and myself. So if you join me for last month's challenge uh, or this uh, or the grocery cutting challenge in, in uh, March, I would love to hear how things went for you. Please leave a comment on marriagekidsandmoney.com slash session 28 or shoot me an email at andy at marriagekidsandmoney.com. For six generations, the Jones family has been providing high-quality meats. And now, we're providing treats for the best member of your family, man's best friend, a.k.a. the goodest boys and girls. Jones Natural Shoes makes bones and treats that are sure to be savored by your dog and are made from the best natural ingredients available. Our flavorful chews are made from natural animal parts and will have your puppy drooling with happiness. From treats like sticks and chews to savory bones and patties, we've got you covered for finding the perfect reward for that special pup in your life. Jones Natural Chews come in all sizes, so make sure to choose the right treat for your pup. And remember, it's important to be supervising your pup when they're enjoying their treats to keep your puppy safe. Jones Natural Chews, available at a pet store near you. Or visit jonesnaturalchews.com to get started with our store locator tool. That's Jones Natural Chews, available at a pet store near you. Okay, so let's jump into this month's challenge. For May, I'm going to throw out a really great challenge to the listeners of this show to start living on a monthly budget. Yes, a budget. It is not restricting, my friends. It's liberating and fun. Okay, the fun part, yes, it's coming from a money nerd, so take that with a grain of salt. It'll definitely help you to control your money so that you can have more fun. How about that? How about that? (laughs) Nicole and I started living on a budget around the time that we got married um, in 2010, 2011, and I would say that our monthly budget parties have been a huge factor in our financial victories. 
living on a budget helped us to pay off around $50,000 in debt in only 12 months. And it helped us to buy two paid-for cars in our driveway right now. Sticking to a budget helped us to start our kids' college uh, 529 plans. And keeping consistent with our monthly budget get-togethers has put us on a path to pay off our mortgage by the end of this year. We are so excited. Nicole and I have a lot of other dreams we're excited about reaching together, and we know that these monthly budget get-togethers our steady communication that we have, and our collective drive will help us reach those dreams together. And just so you know, it didn't start out like that. We had lots of debt, and we came together in our marriage, and we had a negative net worth. We've made a lot of progress over the past five to seven years, but it takes the budget to to get us together to, to make it all happen. So, I would uh, I would implore you to to join me in this in this fun adventure. So how do we get started with the budgeting process? Well, Nicole and I started with a simple Excel sheet. We outlined our combined income and then categorized all of our expenses so we could assign a category to each dollar that we earned. We would set aside a couple hours each month just on one day to hash out our spending for each month, and then see how we did for the previous month. That worked well for us for about a year or two. In fact, we paid off all of our debt using that simple Excel sheet. So it doesn't need to be a fancy system. Uh, that worked well for us for about a year or two. In um, around, 20, around 2012, my sister and brother-in-law turned us on to Mint, and this took our budgeting game to the next level. <laughs> Mint is a um, it's an online personal budget management system that it automatically syncs up your accounts, like your credit cards, your bank uh, accounts, your investment accounts, um, any any debts that you have, and it gives you a real time status of your monthly spending, so you can track where it's going and how it's how it's moving. It also has a really neat app that uh, you could check on your phone so you can see what your budgets that you set for the month. So let's say you're going to the grocery store and you set a budget of $600 a month um, and you want to see where you're spent, uh, see, your, see where you're spending uh, throughout the month so you can look uh, as you're concluding your month saying, okay, well, we've spent already $400 and we've got $600, so I've got $200 left to spend. So that all happen on your app as well. So there's a great interface on the computer as well as, well as the app. So anyway, we've been using Mint for about five years now. It has some quirks, um, but all in all, it is a great system um, that really helped us make some big strides in our personal finance journey. And it also has a really great price of free. Uh, so you can't beat that. This month, though, for my end of the MKM challenge, I'm going to try a new budgeting system called YNAB, also known as You Need a Budget. I've had uh, countless friends in the personal finance world tell me that this system is the way to go when it comes to budgeting. Philip and Julia Olson from The Art of Finance, my guests from last week's show, told me that Mint is like freshman year and then YNAB is like 
freaking graduate school. So <laughs> I think uh, after five years of Mint, I'm ready to try something new. And uh, these guys are are very smart. And a couple other a couple other friends have mentioned this to me as well. So, uh, okay, so my challenge for May will be to try out YNAB for the first time and see if I can take my budgeting game to the next level to graduate school, like the uh, Olsons said there. (laughs) I'd love for you all to join me in this challenge. And you may be at various levels uh, in your budgeting journey. Maybe you're not budgeting at all right now, or maybe you started something and and it really hasn't caught on. Um, So I have three levels for you to try. So level one... We're going to call it the Simple Excel Sheet. So this is the same sheet that Nicole and I worked off of when we started our budgeting adventures together, and we paid off our original debt. Uh, I have a link in the show notes at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash session 28 with that Simple Excel budget, the same one that Nicole and I used. And you guys can use this to, to get your budget started. Level two would be Mint. Again, Mint is free at mint.com. To get you started, I have a post that I created called Start Your Budget on Mint in 10 Simple Steps. Again, free. This is, uh, again, on that Session 28 show notes link that I just mentioned. Uh, that is a, that's a good level two to start. And I've, again, I'm using it right now. I've continued to use it for five years. It's a great tool. And then level three, which I'm going to give a shot to this month, um, is YNAB. So courtesy of our fee-only financial planner friends at The Art of Finance, uh, we have a 60-day free trial of YNAB available for the listeners of the show. Again, the link is in the show notes. Uh, I think after the 60 days, I think it's just 5 bucks a month, or I think it's $50 a year. So it's not a ton of money, but if it is as good as uh, all of my personal finance buddies are saying, I'm going to give it a shot. And after the 60 days, if I like it, then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep going with it. If not, I'll go back to Steady Eddie Mint, which has worked well for, for me and Nicole for quite a while. So anyway, those are the three levels. And again, these are all free links for you guys to try this month and see if you can catch some fire for you. <laughs> and uh, again, it's budgeting is uh, is definitely, I would say, for Nicole and I, working together, collaborating, talking. It gives that opportunity for that communication. Uh, the budgeting has been the the major reason we've had some success. So if you're worried about getting your spouse on board with the budgeting process, which can, you know, which can happen, um, I would suggest talking about it in terms of what interests them. Originally, I went about this completely the wrong way when attempting to get Nicole into budgeting for the first time. I got all excited about telling Nicole about the process of budgeting. And uh, and I didn't focus on what it could do for our family or, more importantly, uh, how it could help us realize our dreams together. If your wife or husband dreams about taking a guilt-free tropical vacation with the family every year, make that be your reason for getting on a budget. Or if you've got a load of debt that's just weighing on your back, make, make that be the reason to to get into to budgeting. Or if you're, you know, your, your wife, uh, this, this happened to us. If your wife is interested in, in staying at home with kids and, you know, um, uh, not continuing with her position and living on one income, you're definitely going to want to make sure you're budgeting because that's a, that's a big step. And that worked really well for us. And we're, 
we wouldn't have changed anything. Uh, Nicole's had the opportunity to be home with um, both of our kids for the past couple of years, and it's been a big deal for our family. But whatever you do, what, when you guys start these budgets, make sure to keep them fun. This this can be a very fun thing. Uh, order some pizza, have some wine. If you have little kids like we do, go to a go to a play place. This is one of our favorite things to do. Uh, we have this place uh, around town here called Jungle Java. It's a um, a place where the kids can run around and um, go down slides and climb things and have fun with a bunch of other kids. And while that's happening, we're sitting there right next to them, watching them. But we've got our laptop up, doing our budget, and uh, we can let our kids run around and work off uh, work off some craziness. And we're cranking away at the budget and discussing our dreams. So it's there are ways to do this as a married couple. There are ways to do it as as parents, um, and it makes a big difference in your life. So I'd highly suggest it. So we talked about discussing your dreams. I think that's one of the most important parts of the budgeting process, really. Uh, always continue to keep dreaming because if you put that out there and have a plan, really anything, anything is possible. You want to be debt-free in a year, your budget will be the tool to make that happen. You want to save up for a down payment on your dream home, budget is your buddy. <laughs> you want to become a millionaire, your budget will help you realize that dream faster than you think. So good luck, everybody. I hope, uh, hope everybody jumps in and makes this, a, makes this a reality for them. So the challenge has been laid down for May. Who is in? Please leave me a comment at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash session 28. And let me know how your budget's coming along. And don't beat yourself up right away. You know, this is going to take, it's going to take more than 30 days to, uh, feel right if you're starting for the first time. So don't beat yourself up. It's a long process, but it's definitely worth it in the end. On the first Monday of next month, I will share how Nicole and I are doing with YNAB. And um, if we like it more than Mint, we'll see. And again, it might take us a couple months to figure it out, but uh, we're going to give it a shot. Don't forget that all those links that I mentioned during this show, including that simple Excel sheet, the step-by-step mint article, the 60-day free trial of wine app, and all those cute videos of Zoe trying to figure out <laughs> her chore and reward system. I love that girl. These are all at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash session 28. If you are enjoying this family-empowering podcast, please come on over and join our community. I'm sharing the latest content and free resources straight to your email Come to the website and click on Join Our Community at the top of the page and enjoy all the uh, the freebies. In the spirit of growth and inspiration, I'm going to end the show with a quote today from Dave Ramsey. A budget is telling your money where to go instead of wondering where it went. Let's put all those dollars to work, everyone. Carpe diem. <laughs>